So welcome back, everyone. Today is time for our... Sorry, mm. sorry, sorry. Nailed it. Okay. <laughs> Frick. Okay. Got welcome. We got it. You I got it. this. Okay. Welcome back, everyone, to Single and Unemployed. Thanks for tuning in. You're listening to Single and Unemployed, a podcast about two former losers who have nothing checked off their before 30 timelines, but we're pretty okay with it. We're here to reassure you that no matter what your journey has looked like so far, you're exactly where you need to be. It's okay if you're still figuring life out, and hopefully the stories from our semi-pathetic lives will make you feel a little better about yours. Welcome back, everyone, to Single and Unemployed. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, Katie and Andrea here, just giving you a quick intro. This is the part where we tell you that the title of this podcast is not a joke. Um, It is, in fact, our real lives, except for Katie, who now has a job. But uh, I'm Andrea. I'm single. I'm unemployed. I am living in California. Which is pretty much the coolest thing about you right now, I'd say. By far. Except that... Mm -hmm. I'm like trapped at home because coronavirus. So I don't actually know how cool it is at the moment, but you know, we'll just run with that. Um, that's really all I got. I have no meaningful updates this week. Nothing has changed. Okay. No new friends? Who took those fucking fire pictures on your Instagram? Oh my gosh, my friend Melina. Okay. So that those weren't from California. Those were not. Those are old photos. I did a photo shoot. Okay. Yeah. So I have a bunch in the canon. I'm basically an influencer now. Mm, yeah. So for a hot second, I thought you had your poor mother taking photos of you on a walk. And I was like, good for her. Like, those are really good photos. But also, like, God bless her soul. Like, that it must have been painful. Okay. What about you, Katie? What's new? Well, I'm Katie. Uh, nothing is per se new, I would say. Uh, oh, actually, that's not true. I'm on vacation, motherfuckers, because I I only went back to work for a month and a half, and I said, why not take vacation? But the truth is, I'm going back to school full time. I'm going to be working through the summer next year, so I, or doing schoolwork through the summer, so I want to make sure that I give myself this summer to actually live, laugh, and love. Mm. Um, otherwise, no updates. Still very much single. Also noted that I am still very much not looking. I love that for you. Thank you. Before we get into the episode, we actually have one more thing to update the fans about. Okay. I feel like I don't know what this is. <laughs> you know, you just forgot. <gasps> oh, fuck me. I do know. <laughs> Holy shit. I know. Yes. Can I tell it? Oh my God, of course. This is so funny. <laughs> okay. So for our loyal listeners, if you remember back to episode five, I told a story about how we were DM'd by this random audio company on Instagram, and um, I kind of started messing with them a bit. I was hitting on their CEO as a joke. It became very clear that the CEO was down, and so it got really uncomfortable. I had to ask him to stop. I sent him a Christina Aguilera gift saying, please stop, and then he blocked us. He blocked us. He blocked us and Andrea's personal account. And my personal account. It was like very aggressive. It's really it's funny getting blocked, like actually hilarious. Or when someone like angry unfollows you. But anyway, yeah. keep going. And like, I don't know that I've ever been blocked before. It was really, it felt kind of invigorating, actually. Bad bitch Andrea. Strolling down the street. I'll take it. Okay. Hand in hand with casual Katie. <laughs> okay. So. 
If you did not hear the full story, please go back to episode five. It is absolute gold. Anyway, (laughs) he clearly doesn't listen to the podcast because (laughs) he messaged us again from a different account. As if he's never spoken to us before. Yeah. He literally sent us the exact same message asking us to go comment on one of his posts. So I responded and I literally just said, is this a joke? You did respond? I did. (laughs) Oh my God. What did he say? He didn't say anything. He never responded again. And he has multiple accounts. So that we we aren't blocked on yet. Right. He's got to be a sociopath. Like it makes no sense. I don't know, man. It is quite strange. (laughs) It's been strange. The whole thing has been very strange. But you know what? I just feel like for anyone who followed that story, it's just a great update. It's a great update. We'll let you know. It looks like we haven't been blocked yet. So I might just F with him again. Like, I don't know. He seems open to it. But also, I don't. Do we want to engage in this? I'm not sure. Uh, I think that at this point, we both know we'll do anything for content. So (laughs) that's true. Maybe try. Okay. Well, I just sent him a follow up. So we'll see. Just circling back to this. (laughs) (laughs) We'll let you guys know what comes of that. (laughs) Can't wait. Okay. So I think we've done all the updates. We've gotten that out of the way. Let's get into the episode. Well, this week we're... uh Going back to previous jobs, but uh, instead of bad jobs, we kind of wanted to discuss our good jobs, Mm -hmm. the jobs that kind of led us to where we are now. I don't know. Maybe it will make a little light bulb go off in your heads and you'll be like, oh, okay, now I understand what I'm attracted to at work and uh, it could help with your future. Maybe. Who fucking knows? Not me. Not me either. I know that I, I know that I semi figured it out, but who knows? I could, I could drop out of school anytime. Yeah. Well, why don't you start this time? Oh, okay. Cool. Really? Yeah. Do you mean it? I do. I want to hear. Wow. I'm so excited. Okay. I want you to give me that same energy when I share my part. Okay. Yep. Okay. So. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Whatever. What else? What else? Um, okay, so things you may or may not know about me. I used to want to go into teaching. Um, that was kind of the dream, and everyone always told me that I should go into it, and it really confused me because I was great with kids. But, like, something about me just didn't want to go into teaching, I guess, because, like, I'm, like, a crazy person. School was a crazy kid and didn't benefit from the system. Um, so to rule out the teaching thing and to also get two birds stoned at once, as the phrase goes. <laughs> And uh, is that and, is that uh, what they tra- say? Yeah, that's it is. Okay. Uh, and to also travel, I worked as a teacher in Thailand, Ooh. which was very eye opening. Um, I had a class of twenty three year olds, not twenty three year olds, but twenty children who were about three to four years old. Um, occasionally, would pee on the floor. Okay. Yes, I did step in urine at one point. So yeah. It was a really, really interesting experience. I did like my my English as a second language teaching uh, course abroad on an island. Super cool. Bunch of people my age. We lived in a hotel together. It was just very, very like first year college experience, but older. It was so fun. And in a foreign country. Fucking insane. I love it. Yeah. So, so fun. And then we got kind of split up and put into different placements. And I was in this like monkey town, which by the way, apparently because of COVID, no one's feeding these monkeys anymore. And they're like taking over the town, which they were terrifying before. So I can't imagine that they're um, 
much better now. In fact, I would get out of the grocery store, look at my scooter covered in monkeys, look at the groceries (laughs) in my hands, be like, I'm going to get mauled. Literally just like stand there, pretend I don't have any weight for them to walk away, run to my scooter, attach them, like try to pull out as quickly as possible before getting hit by a fucking bus and then like speeding away because if not, you would actually get like your shit ripped out of your hands. Oh my gosh. Evil little fuckers. That is actually terrifying. But fun. Like cute. Super cute. Super cute. Love monkeys. Right. But I wasn't teaching monkeys. I was teaching children. They were (laughs) they were super, super, super cute. Um, the first like few weeks was really stressful. They did not respect me at all. Most of them had never spoken English before. To be fair, I sometimes find it hard to respect you too. So I relate. Yeah. I mean, I know that you're just making a joke, but go fuck yourself. (laughs) Um (laughs) Okay, on my way. See you in uh, 10 minutes. Yeah. Um, But it was like so insightful. The biggest takeaway I think I had from that was um, when you're teaching, if something isn't working, drop your ego about it and just fucking change, change it. Just don't keep trying to force the same way and getting frustrated that people aren't learning that way because it's just not going to go anywhere. Mm, Interesting. Um, So then when I came back, I managed at a restaurant, which I still work at the restaurant I'm serving now. But when I was managing, it was like also a huge learning curve. I uh, definitely became more confident in like my leadership skills. And I started leading like um, little leadership groups within the company. So I'd like go into each location and do like a little bit like leadership circle with the management and like... Yeah, I think like 70% of people were like, this is awesome and loved it. And I think like the other 30% were like, go fuck yourself. Like, this is like my day job. Like, I don't want to have an emotional conversation about like my needs at work. (laughs) But whatever. (laughs) I didn't even care. I was like, hate is going to hate. Like, I know that you hate this right now, but like, can you at least try to participate? Um, But that was so fun. And I did like a book, a Brene Brown book group with my upper management team, which was also Uh, a great time. Which book did you do? Dare to Lead. Oh, that's a good one. I love her so much. Yeah. So that was amazing. And then that kind of led me into this volunteer work that I'm now currently doing before it was going into high schools and now it's over Zoom. But it's basically like a curriculum about mental health, eating disorders, coping mechanisms, self-care, all this stuff like that you really should learn and like don't when you're young. Yeah. I don't know why they don't teach us that stuff in school. It's so important. Right. So that was probably the most fun volunteer work I've ever done. Like I literally remember the first day I did it, I left being like that was like unbelievably fun. And then all of a sudden... COVID happened. I knew that I wanted to make another step. I knew that it had wanted to be in mental health because of the volunteer work I had done. And then I found out about the program that I'm enrolled in now. And so I I went from like a lost puppy for many years, like many years since I finished university the first round to now where I'm taking steps towards having a career job, which will be uh, good for my life, you know, good for my future. Past Katie is looking out for future Katie. and It's cool, too, to see how even in the roles that weren't totally related to mental health, you were still getting experience and getting practice through, like, running those programs with your staff and with upper management. And you – it's funny how, like, in hindsight, you can look back and see how all of those pieces were kind of leading you towards that right next step. Yeah, but, like, that and volunteer work, 
probably the two best things that you can do to get a better idea of where you want to go. And maybe it'll take you to a job or maybe it'll take you back to school. It, it really it really depends. Yeah. And I think a lot of people go back to school when they're older after having done different experiences that show them what they actually sure. want to do. It like mm-hmm. it feels scary and it feels weird to be like, oh, I'm almost 30 and I'm going back to school. But I, I knew a girl who recently went to school for social work and she was saying that she had people in her class that were like in their 50s and 60s. Which is amazing. Yeah. They just realized that they wanted to give back in a different way. And so they didn't let age or anything else stop them. And I love that so much. Actually, another piece of advice I got around going back to school when you're older is that your life doesn't stop just because you're in school and it doesn't restart when you finish. Like your life can still be happening. You can still get married and have a family and be doing school. Like these things are not mutually exclusive. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I I really like that. It's, it's so true. I could end up meeting someone while I'm in school. My school's online. I could fucking pop one out and be doing my school still. Like, honestly, I could. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, you probably wouldn't want to. You you wouldn't want (laughs) to, but you could. (laughs) But it's possible. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So I think that, um, it is a big decision. It's a scary decision, but now I'm in a point in my life where like making these long-term decisions makes a lot more sense for me than it did when I was younger and <sighs> a little scary, but yeah. So Andrea, I'm so excited to hear about your stories, about your job experiences in which you may have been influenced to do a certain career path. And I just, I've been talking this whole time with, with giddy excitement built up in my body just ready to burst out of me so would you please 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 share with me your beautiful stories was that did I is that good I mean I feel like it could have been a bit more authentic but yeah sure it's what it was that that was (laughs) okay (laughs) no that was the exact energy I was looking for thank you so much You're welcome. Um, Yes, I can share my career journey as well. It's definitely taken a lot of twists and turns. And as you said at the beginning, I think maybe my story can comfort some people who have also had trouble figuring out exactly what they want to do. I've also been doing a lot of interviewing, so this is very good practice. I should just send this episode to recruiters. Yes. Hey, honey, don't listen to the other episodes. Ignore everything else on there. Yeah, don't listen to anything else. Just this one, and I'll I'll send you the timestamp of when I want you to start listening. You'll hear my whole career path. You'll love it. It's gonna, everything else is like so boring. You would like hate it. So please, 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 please don't listen to it. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, anyway, we'll see. Um, but okay, so I guess I'm going to start back at the beginning because when I was little, I wanted to be the weather girl. That was my dream job. (laughs) That's really cute. I know. I I think it's because I've always been really interested in media. And when Mm. I was a kid, the only woman I really saw on TV was the weather woman. Um, That makes sense. Yeah. Representation is obviously different now, but when I was little, it was like not common to see female reporters on TV. Unfortunately, for sure. I know. Um, and I always loved writing as well. So I was just like, oh, I think I think that's like what I want to do. What did you want to do as a kid? What was your dream job? Um, always teacher. Teacher was like like a hundred percent. And also um the other one was just to be like a pop star. Oh yeah. 
Okay. So when I was old enough to go to university, I applied for journalism. So actually that first year that we did school together, I was in J school. I forgot about that. I know. You remember that? Yes. Oh my God, you care about me. I remember when you cried because you didn't think you were going to be able to sustain your grades for it. Yeah, I did fail out of the program. That's true. Right. <laughs> But not. I'm not calling you out. I'm just. I'm recalling a memory in which I remember so much about you. I also remember we shared a locker. Um, we, called we called it, it the the Vaj the Vaj Mahal the Vaj Mahal, <laughs> and that we used to run away from the carts that drove in the tunnels as a joke to pretend that like you remember those carts that would drive like the maintenance worker would drive around the tunnels in these little carts yeah and we would just run away from them screaming as a joke and like no one else thought it was funny yeah oh that was a great no. year that was a really good year yeah. we spent together fun times okay well I'm glad you remember that that's really sweet thanks Katie you're welcome Oh, and remember we had we had this one friend who introduced us and then you and I became like really close and very annoying. And yeah, she kind of like Yeah, and then she really hated us after that. Yeah. It happens. Wow, really getting sidetracked, but I loved that memory lane. That was really fun. Mm-hmm. The Vaj Mahal. I can't believe it. Right? I don't know why. We used to like literally old like like high school students post like pictures of crushes, like pe- like actors we have crushes on onto the the inside of the locker. And you also drew me some photos. You drew me a picture for my birthday, and that was that was on there. It was you hitting me with a belt. No, 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 no. It was you hitting me with a belt. <laughs> I I don't remember who was hitting who. No, 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 no. You were hitting me with a belt. I had tears coming out of my eyes. We were laughing so hard in class when I showed you that um, we almost got kicked out. Oh my gosh, that's right. That English class. Like she, we did. our teacher asked us to leave if we wanted to continue <laughs> laughing so loud. Literally in university. That's so embarrassing. I don't regret I it though. It. I don't regret no a second regrets. of it. No. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you went to J school. So I went to J school, out. flunked out. I also hated the news. I like don't know <laughs> what I was thinking. <laughs> I was like, after a year, seriously, and depressing, like after a year of reading the news for a full 12 months, I was like, I don't ever want to contribute to this. It's just not for me. That's Um, totally fair. Yeah. So then you'll remember this little detail. I ended up totally pivoting and moving to Australia for two years. (laughs) Yes, I was gutted, but fine. But you know. You just got to switch it up when you feel stuck and don't know what you want to do. So I uh, I did this college program at this church called Hillsong, which you may be familiar with. Justin Bieber goes there. Why would you think that would trigger something for me? I don't know. You didn't know One Direction had broken up, so I don't know what I was thinking. Sorry. Never mind. I Yeah. Continue. It's fine. Okay. So I did this college program. I got super involved in the film and television department, and that's actually how I got interested in film. Mm -hmm. So when I moved back to Ottawa, when that program was done, I went back to Carleton and I did film and communications. So I did a double major. Film because I loved it and communications because I didn't think I could actually get a job in film. (laughs) So it was like my backup. Actually, it was funny. When I graduated, I talked to this old man at church and he asked me what my my degree had been. And I told him it was Mm -hmm. film and communications. And he said, oh, what are you going to do with that? Like work at a coffee shop? And you were like, yes? Yeah. I'm like, okay, first of all, nothing wrong with working at a coffee shop. 
Second of all, yeah, uh, yeah. Second of all, I had two film jobs lined up by the time I graduated. So yeah, my first job was I was an intern on a documentary film. It was called Dream Girl. It highlighted female entrepreneurs. And it actually premiered at the White House. No big deal. No big deal. NBD. Mm. Um, I could actually link it because it's free on YouTube now. It's such a good film. It's really cool. Yeah. I'll watch it. Okay. Cool. And then in the fall of that year, so I had a summer internship. And then in the fall of that year, I moved to Florida and had a job in the media department of a nonprofit down there that worked in the inner city. And we did anything media for them. So we did like building websites, writing copy for pamphlets, um, donor videos, and podcasts. So that's actually where I got interested in podcasting, believe it or not. It was like five years ago. Dang. I know. But it was just super cool. That's awesome. Yeah. I like helped with the recording and editing process. And I was like, oh, I could totally do this. This seems really fun. And now, and then for me, I've just been funny my whole life, and so it just all made sense. <laughs> okay, so I finished up in Florida. I had a one-year visa, so I was forced to move back to Canada. Boo! But whatever. And then I still really wanted to pursue media and film, so I ended up moving to Toronto. Wanted to work in film. Realized it was like super competitive, and also not totally. Yeah. And also not very stable. Like it was all contract jobs. None of them offered insurance or benefits or anything like that. So I kind of found myself in a WTF do I do now situation again and ended up pivoting again and just started looking for more nonprofit jobs because I had experience from Florida. Um, so then I got hired at a really cool organization. I, I really loved it. But I wasn't in media at all. I was doing like account management for corporate donors. So I was now like a salesperson, which is big switch. It is. But when you think about all your fire experience at Sport Check, all of a sudden, <laughs> it makes sense. things start making sense. That's so true. I just drew on all of my retail experience that I had like 10 years worth of. And it's it's funny because it really is just sales. Like, I don't know if a lot of people realize that, but you're just selling like a mission or a program instead of a product. For sure. Yeah. So you liked it. So I liked it. I really liked it, actually. Um, but I had done the role for a couple years. It was a pretty small nonprofit, so I was kind of looking to try something new. And then I got this opportunity to work at a tech company um, in like finance which once again, right. such a such a different pivot. pivot. Yeah. But it was still kind of in my wheelhouse because I was working with people. So right. it was, yeah, I mean, we've talked about that a lot. It wasn't the best experience. wasn't really a great fit. I was good at the role, but I didn't enjoy it. So, But just because you're good at something doesn't mean you should do it for a career. That's right. Quote by Andrea Wakim, last episode. Tattoo that. On your breasts. You're welcome. So, yeah, that kind of leads me to today because I worked at that last job for six months. Um, I quit right in the middle of a global pandemic. And now I'm just reevaluating every single life choice I've ever made. Huh. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if reevaluating is the word you're looking for, but maybe drawing upon old experiences. Yes. Finding links. 
deciding what I liked, what I didn't like, and trying to make steps forward based on what is going to get me towards a life that I really love. Whilst enjoying the comfort of your mother and father's home. Oh, yes. I would never be able to take this time off if not for my parents. So honestly, shout out to them. They've been amazing. Yeah. It is, as much as we joke around, a blessing to have this time financially with our parents. I'm, uh, despite the fact that it feels like we're losers, um, I also feel very, very happy that I have the opportunity to reinvent my uh, career path at this time. So Yeah, absolutely. Which would be very, very hard to do if we didn't have that support. So I'm grateful. No. Well, it sounds like you, um, I'm not surprised that you're good at sales. Uh, you sell me on things constantly. <laughs> That's true. Um, that is. You're very persistent and mm-hmm. um, you likeable, have, some might say. You're likable mm-hmm. most most of the time. And Outgoing, I would say you have kind, uh, the, kind of, funny, the kind of attitude that makes it difficult to say no because you won't stop talking unless someone says yes. Okay. <laughs> That's not not true. It's absolutely one of your tactics, Mm -hmm. and I have been victim of it many times. (laughs) Victim or... uh, I'm trying to think of a V word, a positive V word. Victim or Vaj Mahal? Mm, Right. Well, uh, no, victim, but... um, Okay. I have to say, you're definitely uh, definitely a natural salesperson, and I think that it's kind of cool that you're able to to take sales as they are and and still find something that morally fits with you in terms of like what you want to do for work. Because I know that's like a lot of people's priorities is to try to find something they're like passionate about. But obviously, like sales may not be everyone's like passion or may not make them feel very good, but. Um, but if they're good at it and then you're also like, well, I'm going to combine that with the fact that this company has a really good um, outreach or like, uh, I don't know, their product they're selling is like amazing and like great for the world. Like to have both of those together is like such an awesome combination. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of what I'm looking for as I'm moving forward because actually yeah. I do like sales. Like I like talking yeah. to people. I like yeah. helping people. And if I'm selling something that I believe in that I think is actually going to be benefiting them, I I do find that kind of work really meaningful. So For sure. Yeah. I, I would, That's amazing. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if that's where I head next. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if I just pivot again and do something totally different. I don't really know. But, but that's fine. Yeah. It's all part of the process. And like, I think that as long as you're able to, you know, uh, feel stable financially while exploring your passions through work, like who gives a shit what it is? Like you're, you could people, you know, they're like long gone are the days where you sit on a job for like 30 years. Mm. It's just not a thing anymore. And, and people are saying that more and more, like most people are staying at jobs for four to five years and, and switching it up at, at the most, even in their long-term careers, which I mean, unless you work somewhere where like, like the government, which I mean, sorry to everyone that listens to this podcast that works for the government, yeah. but I would rather drill out my brain um, and leak it into a bowl and then feel, feed that bowl of brain to a rabid dog than work for the government. So I think that um, 
but so I know. aggressive. <laughs> so like, whatever. But I mean, I'm sure there's some government jobs that are cool. Um, point them out to me. Can't wait to see them. But um, uh, <laughs> my okay. point is, is that Thank you the world is headed in a service. very different direction. Sure. Okay, let's wrap this up because um, we're kind of getting sidetracked and we've got a timeline here. What are your biggest your biggest takeaways here, Andrea? Anything you want to wrap up on your end? Um, okay, biggest takeaways from the episode. I think both of our experiences have proved that the best way to figure out what you want to do is to just try stuff and see what works. See what doesn't work and then move forward based on that. I think you could boil this whole episode down to that one statement. That's wonderful. Mm -hmm. And uh, I have nothing else to say because I'm afraid that I'm going to just keep digging a hole here. So I think that's best (gasps) that you stop. Thank you. Okay. I'm done. All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening this week uh, to part two of bad jobs, except for with good jobs and life lessons, and maybe a little bit of you guys laughing at things in between. We hope that maybe we were somewhat helpful. We might not have been. At this point, I don't really care because at one point in my life, I'm going to get to charge you for this fucking advice, and that's going to be great. But until then, sayonara, farewell, take a shower. Thank you.